It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to the Court Case Podcast with me, your host, James Court. As usual, I'm joined by the lovely Sweet Tea. Hiya. We've got an amazing show for you today. It is our last show of the year. That, oh my God. I know, that is right. That means we're not going to be coming back until 2021. We're saying goodbye to this awful year right here on the show today. We've got some amazing Christmas-themed topics lined up for you. We're going to be answering you guys' own Christmas questions and we've got some juicy stories as well today we're going to be talking about georgia harrison from love island sex tape as well as why walt disney world is in the news as well all of that and more is coming up straight after this This episode is sponsored by our good friend Ellie B Illustrates on Etsy and Ellie B Art on Instagram. She sells things like greeting cards, stickers, plant pots, and recently she's just come out with a new mug that says "Hello Babe" on it, and I bought that. Nice. Yeah. Um, the coupon code Court Case gets you ten percent off your order on the Etsy store. So go over there, have a look at her stuff, and give it a little buy. Perfection. Ellie B Illustrates. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So, how are you feeling about this whole year's podcasting adventure? It has been a bit of an adventure. It's, we started in October, so mm-hmm. quite later on in the year. But no, I think it's I think it's going well. We started yeah. off strong. Now, the reason that we're not doing any more for the next two weeks is because the Friday that this releases, the next Friday, it's going to be Christmas time. Okay. It's going to be officially Christmas Day. And as much as we do have dedicated fans of the Court Case podcast, I do feel like you your attention is going to be a bit away from the Spotify. It's going to be elsewhere, isn't and it? And it's not going to be, yeah, it's going to be a bit elsewhere that day. So we figured, you know, maybe we too would take a break and enjoy our Christmases. And following that, the week after that is New Year's and we're going to take mm-hmm. a break from that. So we're on a two-week hiatus from the moment of this release. However, yes. we are going to be more publicly on our social medias and doing live. Yeah, we'll stuff. definitely do some Christmassy stuff on yeah. our social medias, which is at Court Case Podcast on Instagram and So if TikTok. you don't want to miss out on, on us for two weeks, then go over there and see some lives and some videos and things like that. Absolutely. And we're also on Twitter as well, which is at Court Case Cast. Slightly different. They would not have me let me have the longer at name. I still think you should have put Court Case Pod instead of Court Case Cast. But I like the alliteration, the CCC. Yeah, fair enough. So, you know, 
But um, are you looking forward to Christmas? I'm really looking forward to Christmas. I yeah. feel like it's the the next day that's going to be exciting this year. When really? Yeah. My birthday. Oh coming. God. <laughs> And you've planned it. So clearly okay, you've planned I, something boring. I'm an awful girlfriend because I literally didn't... I completely forgot that your birthday is coming up. No, I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> dug myself a hole here, but yeah. I feel like your birthday mm. and Christmas are the next exciting things that are coming up this month. I mean, I know New Year's is around, but nobody knows what's going to be happening on New Year's. No. The rules are relaxed for Christmas, but who knows what we can do on New Year's. Yeah. Um, my birthday is on the 21st of December, guys. So feel free to tweet or Instagram me any lovely messages or happy birthdays. So make up like for that. the fact that I nearly forgot his birthday. Yes, <laughs> yes, please. In fact, if anyone else wants to come to my birthday instead... Feel free to send us a message, oh and I will, I will, will drop, will sort out some plans. But um, when was the first moment this? Because I know it's been a difficult year and it's been a weird year. When was the first moment this month where you went, okay, I'm in the Christmas spirit now? I don't actually think it's properly hit me yet. Ooh. I think I kind of when I came home that one time and my mum's decorated like the house with Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I feel I feel festive and like my room I made a little bit festive, but I have felt more festive other years at this time than I have this year. Yeah. So I, I don't know mean. if this is it for me or <laughs> if I'm gonna get more festive. I, it's I don't hard. Know. It's hard to get in the Christmas spirit at the moment. It is. There's a lot kind of a lot of people are stressed. Things are getting on their mind. I think like when I start easier. wrapping presents, that's when I'll start to feel a little bit like, oh, this is exciting. You've not started wrapping yet? No, I've wrapped a few, but not not loads. I think I've done the majority of mine. Just a couple of yours left. Ooh. A couple of your presents left to wrap. That's it. So, but I am I am really excited. I like giving presents. Yeah, giving, giving presents is so fun. I'm extremely excited to watch you open your presents up. Yeah, I like to see people's reactions to when they yeah. open up the presents. I want to yeah. see what you think of all the amazing gifts that I've gotten you. Because I've gotten you amazing gifts this year. Yeah, and I've gotten you fucking fantastic gifts. Have you? For your birthday and for Christmas, yeah. I'm quite proud of them. I'm very excited. <laughs> in the world of news, in the world of Christmassy news, I've tried... Far and wide to find proper Christmassy topics, but there's not much in the realm of news. But, slightly, one of my favourite places in the world, Walt Disney World, that's in the news at the moment. Oh. I've been to, not the Florida, I've been to the Florida one, but not for Christmas. For Christmas, I've been to Disneyland Paris. At Christmas, Disneyland is incredible. It's amazing. It's like one of the best places you could possibly be on Christmas, in my opinion, anyway. I've got something in the news here. So, basically, they're planning on reopening the parks. But, of course, you know it's coronavirus times. So, they've introduced this interesting thing regarding masks. Oh, okay. Right. So, you know... So, it says, if you visit Walt Disney World, you'll be wearing a mask one way or another. Disney World has allegedly updated how it handles people not wearing masks on rides by digitally adding the facial covering to rogue guests in the photos. That you know when you get your photo taken on a ride, yeah. if you're not wearing a mask, they digitally add a mask on to you for the photos. But, like, why? What is that achieving? Because they so, haven't got it on, so why would they need it on in the photo? Th- what it's supposed to do is it's supposed to discourage people from taking their mask off on the ride to try and get their whole face in the picture because it's basically like look you whether you take it off you're still we're gonna mask your face anyway so people will be like well i should wear my mask then 
Oh, okay. Basically. I get that. That's clever then. Yeah, I think that is credit, uh, clever. In a report from Blah Blah Blah, the website shared a guest on a dinosaur ride at the Florida Park's Animal Kingdom. That's a good ride as well. Posted a uh, in the private Facebook Walt Disney World junkies, which showed a woman with what appeared to be a photoshopped mask over her face. Ah, oh, they haven't got the tweet. I can't see it. Previously, Disney World would not allow those without masks to see or purchase their photos taken during rides. Now the park is allegedly allowing guests to have their photos, albeit with an added piece of digital magic. Wow. So what do you think? Do you think that's a good idea? I think that's a good idea, but it's surely a lot of work for them. Yeah, I reckon it's going to be a very poorly photoshopped mask, so it can be really quickly done. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, probably. Yeah, but um, when was the last time you went to Disneyland or Disney World or I any went to of the Disneyland Disney's? Paris in two thousand and seventeen or eighteen? I was in college. How did you find the experience? My experience of Disneyland Paris was absolutely awful. A lot of things went down. It's a college trip for one, so there's going to be drama, there's going to be gossip, and it's going to be a bloody nightmare, which it was. So if I went again, I'm sure my experience would be a lot better, and I don't hold it to Disneyland Paris. I don't you know, think it's an awful place because of it. I just think I had an awful crowd of people to go with. Okay, well, since you had a bad experience, I want to take you for a proper Disneyland experience. I would love soon. that. Yeah, I want to do that Electroland thing. That's supposed to be amazing. It looks unreal, doesn't like it? Like a rave at Disneyland. What more could you want? Exactly. That'd be so sick. What part of the show, what topic do you want to go to next? Do you want us to talk about the audience Christmassy questions? Do you want to talk about your story? I feel like if with this is our last episode for two weeks, we want to end on a Christmassy tone. We want to end positive. So if we're going to talk about this negative Georgia Harris thing, then we should probably get out of the way first. Okay, well then, not get out of the way because it's going to be very entertaining when we talk about it and we give our opinions because we're an entertaining pair of hot people, right? So after this little ditty from our main man Sam Pierce here, we're going to get back to you with this important Georgia Harrison sex tape story. So stick around, guys. Welcome back. Happy Friday, guys. Hope you're all feeling in the Christmas spirit. Make sure to check out our Instagram at Court Case Podcast for updates on all of our podcasty stuff and behind-the-scenes things and live videos and stuff. Now, for a Court Case exclusive, my co-host turned producer now sweet tea has brought her own story to the show a story she's researched herself that she's interested in what is it what's the headline shoot it at us so (laughs) the headline is georgia harrison vows to get justice as she's supported by pal montana brown after accusing ex stephen bear of secretly filming her and showing others the cctv so you're saying that this georgia harrison or harris it's harris georgia harrison Georgia Harrison, yeah, she's from Love Island. Okay, and was she on the season that we watched? I've watched it. I don't right. think you've watched okay. it. I don't think you know her. Fair enough. Um, And so some guy has had a sex tape of her, and I assume he sent it around to a bunch so of people. So basically what happened is this Stephen Bear guy, who we all know, that isn't a very nice person. Stephen Bear. He's like, I think he's now on X on the Beach, that show. Ah. Yeah. Um, what is X on the beach? It is literally what it is. There's... So you go to the beach and like your exes are there. Right? Yeah, it's kind of like an. I think so. It's kind of like um, only way is Essex kind of vibe, mm. and like you and w- what I've seen of it, mm. it's their name. So Stephen's name would come up, and next to his name is like the photos of all of his exes that are on the beach with him. 
Right. And he's like got a new girlfriend. Was he but, that... he's, but he's on this beach like holiday with his exes as well as his new girlfriend. Oh, was he that twatty one that you sent me the TikTok of? Yeah. With the paint on his When he was like, thing. oh, I can kiss her, but I can always go back to my girlfriend. Yeah. He doesn't like see a problem with cheating. Yeah, what a weird twat. But anyway, so what he did was when... So Georgia Harrison and Stephen, yeah. they dated, I don't know how long for, and without her consent and without her knowledge, he recorded them having intercourse one time oh no and when they broke up she he released it as like revenge porn why and, did you do that and she only found out that it was a thing once it got released like she didn't even know that that was being they're filmed that, that just being like filmed. hid it in a cupboard or something oh god i have no ideas it's kind of like a dennis reynolds kind of thing and it is Always definitely Sunny. <laughs> a dennis reynolds kind of thing yeah <laughs> um but yeah so she's obviously really really upset and she's gone onto Twitter and she's said to like these people, it's like, if you're searching up, if you're looking at it, if you're showing it around and talking about it, you're part of the problem. You're a tool. Yeah. And my PA have got all your addresses and all of your um, all of your account names. And What, you she know. knows if you've clicked on it? I don't know if she knows if you clicked on it, but what she means if like if you shared it around, if, uh. you, if you're like feeding the fire... Her PA will know. Her PA group will know about it. Oh, I got it. What's happening to Stephen Bear? I don't no. know what's happening yet. Obviously, it's probably going to go to court and stuff like that, isn't it? If she wants to get justice. So. Yeah, yeah. But I just think it's it's so awful to like not only release it but to record it without her consent mm. and without her knowing. It, oh, it's just actually disgusting. Yeah, I don't understand if they were. I assume they were going out at the time that this was recording. Yeah, they so yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure it's consensual sex because they were dating. But I, it just seems really creepy to me that if you're going out with someone, you'd film them having sex and then not think like, "Oh, look what I just did." Saucy, I've just filmed us. Why would you film it? Keep it to yourself, not tell them. I don't know. Weird. I have no idea. We we know he's a bit weird in the head because of like you know the videos that I've shown you. Of yeah, him. those were that guy was. I couldn't believe there was someone that he's unbelievably on, um, dickish. He, he was on Celebs Go Dating as well. You know that show? Did he get a date? He got several dates, but they weren't ever good enough for him. Even if, you know, they were, he would always find a, something. That, and, like, there was clips of it where he was on a date with one person, but then going backstage and, like, kissing another person. Not backstage, sorry, like, somewhere else. That's so weird. That it's guy sounds up. like a twat. Why would you watch him on TV and be like, I want to go on a date with that guy? Yes, please. Yeah, to be honest, I don't really understand why he's got so many women falling on his feet. I mean, it's probably a whole fame and money thing. Yeah. And like, Georgia Harrison deserves more than Stephen Bear and I'm oh, glad that she's out of that relationship now. I don't know why she was yeah. with him in the first place, but yeah. Well, so was Stephen Bear on Love Island with her? No, Stephen Bear didn't go on Love Island ever. Right, okay. He was like, famous for God knows, being a twat probably. He'd do well on that show. <laughs> he would love it. Yeah. Is she on like holiday? What, oh, on, in Dubai? I heard she's away or something, on holiday or something like that. Oh yeah, she's she is away. I, I don't think she's Dubai, but she's somewhere like that and she found out while she's away that obviously this has been released. Some of those Love Island stars are getting a lot of uh, crap for being, being away Dubai, during like, COVID times. Which yeah. I agree, it's really annoyed me. Yeah, I don't. I don't get how they've managed to go away. It's it's all because like the ITV have money and stuff. Isn't yeah, but it? it doesn't make sense because that um, who's the one that's going? Molly May. Molly May, Tommy, and Tommy live in Manchester, which yeah, is tier three. I know. So how did they even get permission to go there? Oh yeah, I, well that's what I mean. It's probably they it's probably have... got something to do with the ITV because yeah, but... it's all that Love Island group. So they probably got consent from from them. Yeah, but the thing is, if if it's legit, the law. 
it doesn't matter how much money ITV throws I know, at no, them. I know. They can't do it. So surely they are just breaking the rules going over there. And then publicly posting that they're breaking the rules. So. Yeah, it's weird. But oh, yeah, I don't understand it. It's, it's, annoying, it's annoying. I do really like Molly, not Molly May. Um, I do really like Maura and Chris. But it's. I, now I like just, Molly May. Yeah, Molly May is nice as well. But it's just now I'm pissed off at them. I don't want to be. Yeah. But I am because they've been. You know, they've got a huge following and they should be setting an example. And yeah. They're not. And I've had to cancel my Christmas holiday. So, why so you're did a little they... bit more bitter about it. Yeah. I, yeah. Why should, should they get to go away? And then I've, my family have had to cancel this. You know, my mum loves going away. It means a lot to her. Yeah, I know. Whereas to them, that, that's the thing as well. Going away means so much to people like my mum. To them... It's just a laugh, and it's just a lot of the thing is just for advertising. Well, for it's them. it's it's well, they're social media influencers, so that is their job to like go mm. away, get photos, post it, and get money. So yeah. yeah, it's a very different lifestyle, isn't it? Not fair, not fair. Court case verdict is dickish behaviour. Stephen Bear is the worst dick, though. Yeah, hundred percent. Not liking him. Yeah, what's uh, any latest things? So one of the on the article it says that she Georgia Harrison, which I didn't know, she's currently working with the BBC for almost one year now on making a documentary about revenge porn. See, that's amazing. What would be even better is now that this has come out, she can do the documentary, name Stephen Bear by name, and be like, here's an example of revenge porn. Stephen Bear's been a twat, and then just talk about that whole thing. Yeah. I mean, she's using her pain in an educational way to help other people because there's going to be people that aren't in the limelight that have been hurt like this. Yeah. We've read a Reddit story about it before, haven't we? We have, yeah, so. we've read it. Long. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think, like, he does, she does need justice and I hope it does go to court. Yeah. There's nothing on this particular article that says about her going to court with it. Yeah. But... No, it's, it's, it's such should a shame. Be, should be open and shut. But she has posted a lot of stuff on like her story about it, obviously. Good. And she's using the, what I find quite funny is every time like she's talking about Stephen Bear, she doesn't say his name. She just puts the bear emoji and everyone's like, oh. Ah, uh, right. So it's, it's quite a clever and subtle yeah, way to do no, it. Yeah, that's good. And um, we'll have to watch that documentary because I'll be interested. Oh, I'll be interested in that. That's yeah. really cool. We're going to get to a courting with James, a nice quick one after this. So stick around. Okay, welcome back. We've got an amazing courting with James now. We've got a couple of juicy, juicy stories. I'm going to start with what's probably the worst one. Ow. I just slipped up on my thing. Um, Are you ready for this one? (laughs) Yeah. The question is, did my brother groom his daughter? And if so, what can I do about it? Ah, Jesus. Mm. Please help me, Reddit. I found out today that my 40-year-old brother is in a relationship with the girl he's been raising since she was five years old. Oh, my God. About 15 years ago, my brother met a single mother of a five-year-old girl and started dating her. A few months after that, this woman died, leaving behind her little girl with no father and no other family for her to go to. My brother cared about this little girl already and made the decision to adopt her. I don't have a very close relationship with my brother because he moved out before I was born. I'm 21 now, only a year older than his daughter. Uh, but I do see him every Wait, now and then. Wait, whoa. So the daughter's 20 mm. and he's 40 yes. and his sister's 21. That's a massive age gap. Yeah, I know. 
Sorry, carry on. That's okay. But I do see them every now and then. Every time I saw them growing up, they seem to have a very normal father-daughter relationship. The only sign I see looking back that may have indicated something inappropriate was how overprotective he was of her when she was a teenager. I thought he was normal, stereotypical father doesn't want his baby dating, but I think now he may have actually been jealous. Today, my brother invited me over, and when I got there, he confessed that he and his daughter are in love and have been dating for the past two years and wanted the blessing of the family and decided to start by telling me first. I'll have to admit, I reacted very badly. At first, I yelled at him, called him a paedophile, accused him of grooming her and taking away her innocence. But after I calmed down enough to hear him out, he told me the whole story. He told me that he noticed the beautiful woman she was becoming when she was about 16 years old and started feeling attracted to her, but kept it to himself. On the night of her 18th birthday, she apparently told him she noticed the way he looked at her and that she wanted him too. And one thing led to another and they hooked up that night on her 18th birthday. I'm With a- her dad. Yeah. That- but like not really her dad yeah, but adopted but still, her. Still basically since she was five. Oh like my god. I'm at a loss on what to do now. I just feel sick to my stomach thinking about all the possibilities. I don't even know if his story is true. But at the same time they're both two consenting adults now and both of them told me separately that they're in love with each other. But that's the thing, like is he is he even telling the truth? Has he been like abusing her since she was young and she's just been conditioned to feel this way and this is some yarn that he's pulled or like, I don't know what to say. Like, what what would the mum be thinking right now? Like, mm. if the mum was still, still alive, alive, would he still have these feelings for her daughter or would he just not because he's with the mum? Like, I, I don't know. Someone said, reply to the, on the night of her 18th birthday, she apparently told him she noticed the way he looks at her. So this person said she was conscious of him sexualizing her from the time she was 16. This is absolutely grooming. I also want you to reflect on the reality that he became her guardian father when she was five. In 15 years, he failed to form a proper parent bond with her, despite being the sole caregiver, which is not only disappointing, but deeply concerning. He considered her a viable sexual target when she was a minor, and you are forced to reframe all of their interactions even long prior to that as a result. That poor girl, she's had her life ruined by a guy who's the worst kind of predator, the kind that doesn't think that they are. The social backlash backlash will be pretty major. I would encourage your entire family to try and get her into therapy. Oh, my God. Yikes, Rooney. That's I the just... thing. It's going to be hard for her to go into therapy because if she has been emotionally like, abused into falling in love with her f***ing dad, yeah. like, it's going to take a while for her to admit that that is wrong. Yeah, and that's what's happened to and her. She, oh, she might not ever admit that it's wrong because she's so manipulated. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. It's. I'm speechless. I can't even. Think no, yeah, I I don't know what to an say. An actual situation happening on this. There is an update. Oh. So we will get to okay. that. Okay. So the update is my brother did groom his daughter. <gasps> A couple of days ago. I was looking for advice on what to do about the fact that my brother was dating his now 20-year-old adopted daughter. The whole situation freaked me out and I was afraid he groomed her. Well, I told my mum the next day and she cried and cried, thinking her son was hurting her granddaughter. We decided to pay her a visit while my brother was at work. Ooh. Okay. At first, she was holding to the story that nothing physical started until she was 18 and already in love with him. But my mother and I assured her that we love her and she's safe and she can always be honest with us. So she finally told us the truth. Oh my God, I'm interested. Go on. One day when she was 14, 
she received condoms from her school and hid them in her underwear drawer so her dad, my brother, wouldn't see them. Well, the next day, he went to her with them and asked her if she was active. Yes, this means he was going through her underwear drawer and she promised him she wasn't and it was from her school. My brother told her if she was ready to start exploring herself, he would show her. For the next few okay, months... one second or so. 14... Why is the school giving a 14-year-old condoms? Yeah. Why haven't we, you know, thought, said that? Like, that is that is weird because it's not consensual until you're 16. Especially as this strikes me as an American story. And their mm, age their of consent is 18, I believe. Well, so each, depending state, on the state. each state is different. But so 14 is very young. Yeah, extremely young. For them to young. be doing that. That is so bizarre to me that a school is giving her condoms. Mm. And like, it's not just one. It's like she made up there's a packet. Yeah, that's weird. Oh my weird. God. Anyway, um, carry on. Yeah, my brother told her if she was ready to start exploring herself, he would show her. For the next few months, he taught her how to receive pleasure. And then for a few months after that, he taught her how to pleasure a man. It all culminated in him finally taking her virginity when she was 15. For the next year, they continued until they finally fell in love, in quotation marks, and started officially dating when she was 16. So she was 16 and he was like 40, 45, something So like they've that. been dating for four years. If she's 20 now and only just said that said that they've been dating, it's actually been four years. Yep. He made her swear that she would keep it a secret from everybody or else she would get taken away from him and she didn't want that. When she turned 18, she started begging him to go public with their relationship, but he had held off for another two years. She seemed so happy telling the story that my brother was finally willing to go public with her that it made me cry so hard. All my mother and I could do was hold her and tell her that we love her. I asked her to come stay with me for a little while because I miss her and want to strengthen our relationship. And she agreed and is staying with me right now. And my mum is going to call the police on my brother. I know my niece is going to hate us for reporting him. But my mum and I know that's a small price to pay for her long-term safety and happiness. My only problem now is how I can convince her to get into therapy. She really needs it. And I'm afraid she's going to fight me on having to go. Okay, well, that's positive. Yep. I mean, At least they know the truth and they've taken her out of the situation. Yeah. But it is one step at a time, so hopefully she'll come around to the idea of therapy. But, oh my God, what a poor... Horrible, Having to horrible. read those things was disgusting. No, yeah, I felt sick hearing that. Someone said, I'm proud of you for doing the right thing. This made me physically ill. And it's just like... Yeah, that is such, like... Could you imagine, like, being the sister and all this and, like, finding that yeah. out? Like, this kind of stuff, it's all right reading it from a screen because yeah. you don't think that it's real. Like imagine? someone, like someone could make that up, but like realistically, that someone is experiencing that right now, and that is mental. How yeah. do you, how do you cope with getting this information? Yep, and it's just like, I, you can't imagine calling the police on your own brother, on your I own know. sibling. That's got to be really hard. Well, even the, when they've done well, the mother like will probably be calling the police. That's even yeah. harder. Well, she said that she did. That she oh, the right. sister did it, but right. yeah. And some point, someone said that's a good point. They said a point you may need to consider is that she may refuse to give her side of the story to any officials. If she really is convinced that she is in love with the guy, then there is every chance that she won't cooperate. I know, and that's going to be tricky. Because so obviously she's happy to open up to the mum and the sister, but is she going to open up to police and say that, knowing that it could end up with? Him being arrested. Jesus. Yeah. That that's just not a nice story at all. Mm. Someone said that they should look up survivors of grooming, look at their stories, and then show them to her. 
Deep down, she knows what she's had done to her is wrong. She's in deep denial as grooming is some deep level mind twisting stuff. I feel like as well, like, oh, just I feel bad because she's lost her mum and she doesn't even realise that her adopted dad has done this to her. Yeah. And like, oh, it's just like the mum has left her five-year-old daughter in the hands of someone that she doesn't know very well. Yeah. Like, you said that, what, they started getting together when she was five? No, um, he took her on as the father figure when she was five. So, yeah, but how old, how long had he have known the mother for, though? I think a few years. They were, they That's were not together. long enough to, like, know someone and trust someone with your child. Yeah, I know, but obviously she died, I guess. I know, it's, I know she doesn't have a choice, I know, mm. but, oh, it's just horrible. I know, we'll try and move on to a slightly less disgusting one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the standards. Have you ever watched those um, soaps like EastEnders and Corey? Yeah, I've watched EastEnders. We should do the thing at the end of the credits where they go, if you've been affected by any of the topics raised <laughs> oh, in, yeah. in today's episode, um, please visit what websites do you go to if you've got that sort of thing? I if, don't know. If you've been affected by any of the topics raised in today's show, please dial it's, 999. I think it's a helpline. No, oh. help oh, right. Please search your local grooming helpline. There we go. Mm. We've done the right thing there. Good Samaritans. My brother is living with me in secret and my mum thinks I'm cheating on my husband. I want to know why the brother's living with her in secret then. Yeah, this is an interesting one. About two weeks ago, my sister-in-law dropped a bombshell on my brother that their youngest might not be his child because she had been sleeping with her ex-boyfriend around the time they got pregnant. Ouch. He showed up on my doorstep and asked if he could stay with me. Well, he figured this stuff out. I, of course, said yes and made up the guest room for him. My brother asked if I could keep this situation private. Well, he figures out his next moves and especially not tell our parents. My mum has an incredibly close relationship with my sister-in-law and with how she treated her older sister, who divorced her husband after he cheated on her, she doesn't view cheating as something worth worth divorcing over. Wait, what? I need to repeat that. Yeah, I'm so, confused. My mum has an incredibly close relationship with my sister-in-law... So like her her brother's wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah she has a, she has a close relationship with the woman that's cheating, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the mum, how she treated her older sister, the older who divorced her husband after he cheated on her. Oh, so basically, this mum, her older sister, divorced her husband because her husband was cheating. And apparently, and the mum didn't, didn't agree. Didn't agree because she doesn't view cheating as something worth divorcing over. So that's, that's mental. Yes. Yeah, so the brother doesn't want her to tell the mum. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Basically, the other day, my mum and I were on Facetime, and I was showing her how my qu- quarantine garden was coming along. Got to have a good hobby, ain't you? My back was facing the house, and during the call, she briefly saw my brother pass by a window without his shirt on. She ended up cutting the call short and left me confused until she called back last night and lectured me on how I was betraying my husband and that marriage is a promise for a lifetime. She said that she understood I was lonely, but this is not the way what? to handle it. What? So she, she doesn't think cheating is a value, like a thing to break up a relationship, but then she thinks she's... that her daughter's cheating, so now she's calling her out and saying that you shouldn't be cheating. Yeah, she's been lecturing the... Uh... I'm so confused. Yeah, I'm sorry, but hypocrite alert. Just a bit. 
my husband has been in Canada, we live in the States, since April with his father who is in kidney failure and struggling with other illnesses and is looking like he won't make it past Christmas at this point. He is aware of the situation and aware of not telling my parents anything. So the husband doesn't think he's cheating, the husband knows the brother's around. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't explain to my mum and tried playing it off that she was just seeing things, but she didn't buy it. I told my brother what happened and he's frustrated about it. He asked for a few more days to get his head straight and then he will talk to our parents about it. But knowing him, those few days could turn to weeks. I don't want to spill to my parents, but this situation is incredibly uncomfortable. What do I do? I think leave it. I think yeah. your mum can think you're cheating on your husband as long as your husband knows that you're not. Yeah. And I don't understand how the mother can have a problem with cheating but then not think it's a problem at the cause of a, a divorce like i just don't get that at all yeah but i think i think it's fine i understand that it's, it's frustrating and it's like a really tricky situation but i just think leave it how it is and one day she'll know the truth and she'll understand what happened really someone asked why didn't um she just say that the brother was visiting yeah true you could she could just say that she replied to that and said i'll be honest and panicked i was nervous if i mentioned him to our mother she'd call his home and talk to sister-in-law and find out everything considering how much my mum loves my sister-in-law she'd take her side and try to intervene and guilt my brother into going back to her i could have been see this isn't fair that's not fair she's accusing the daughter of cheating and saying it's really bad mm. but if the this sister-in-law. sister-in-law who isn't even, even blood, blood yeah um cheats she's going to be like yeah that's mental isn't it she's... and like i'm sorry like it's really nice you know the mum and the yeah. the sister-in-law get on really really well but like you still take your your blood side don't you like you still take you your do, son's yeah. side you don't unless that's it's like a murder or something yeah yeah of course but, well the mother's a prick frankly yeah i think i think, I think in think. this situation the mother's a prick and obviously so's the brother's Mm. wife yeah but yes what, what can you do this is what it's what everyone's saying so isn't it interesting how o- op original poster gets a lecture about cheating but apparently mum would be mad at the brother for leaving his cheating wife it's just no one should be giving a fuck what the mum thinks yeah yeah exactly i said it exactly right there but there we go that's i mean hopefully i'll never get in that situation i don't feel like i'll need to hide out at anyone's houses over things like that <laughs> but i guess we'll see we'll see <laughs> i don't think that's something uh you need to be worrying about no well l- well luckily my brother doesn't live in a in a different house so mm. i can't escape solid yeah <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know how to end that story clearly no i think those are quite some juicy ones yeah i think i feel like we should end this on a on a nice happy Positive note and yes. move on to some Christmas questions Christmas from our, questions, from our yes. audience. We're going to be talking about your guys' own submitted Christmas questions. Right our, after this. Right after this, yes. Welcome back, guys. I hope you're in the festive mood. Get, you know, the jingle bells sounding. Here we go. We've got some Christmassy, Christmassy topics. First off, though... The um, crowdfunder finished a couple weeks ago and we've been distributing rewards. We've been sending things out to people by mail and stuff like that to thank them um, for everything they've done. And one of the rewards that's available is that if people donated over a certain amount, they would get to choose a topic that we would talk about on the show. And today, one of the donators, Freddie has submitted a topic that he wanted us to talk about and you have that written down don't you yeah what is the topic that he chose for us to match the christmas episode theme yes he wanted us to talk about 
bad secret Santa gifts. Oh, okay. So like bad ones we we have received? I or... don't really know. I mean, we could talk about bad ones we've received or bad ones we think we've given to somebody or just like the concept of secret Santa in general. Just like, I feel like you normally get bad presents rather than good presents from secret Santa. Yes. So I just feel like it'd be a cool, an interesting topic. Well, I already know what I think my worst one probably was. What if... was it? Basically, um, you know my friend who you've met, Blaze. Yeah. She was my secret Santa one year. Mm-hmm. And her and I think her and Jake got me a... You know like they do those candy necklaces? You don't see them around much anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Candy necklaces. They bought me a candy thong. <laughs> I, that, that was my secret Santa present for wow. them. So, um, Have you still got it? <laughs> no, I didn't. I chose not to wear it. I chose just to eat it. The Fair. candy was disgusting. Yeah. I feel like it was mainly for wearing, not eating. <laughs> and um, the candy was not tasty. Wow. Yeah. Lovely. What I should have done is I should have worn it. No. And then <laughs> given it to someone and not, no. not I'm, said. I'm, I, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's the worst secret? I don't really. Got? I don't think I've ever had like a really bad one that sticks out in my memory at all. I've got three secret Santas going on this year. Yeah, I have as well, I and have. I've I've gone very sentimental for all three, and very like thoughtful. Oh, good. So yeah, good. I like I like doing that. So it'd be I, nicer. I really hope my ones aren't bad. Um, I'm taking part in, as in, I hope the ones I get aren't like. Not yeah, very thoughtful, yeah. particularly the Reddit one. I'm taking part. I have been doing so for the past three years. I take part in a thing called Reddit Secret Santa, which I think is an amazing thing that more people should do. Basically, if you've got a Reddit account, which Reddit, when you make an account, it's anonymous, mostly. Um, you can choose not to. You can post a picture of yourself if you want, but people don't. It's mostly anonymous, and basically people sign up for this thing called Reddit Gifts, and they do a Secret Santa every year where you'll get matched with a random other Reddit person that signed up. You'll get someone that you have to buy a gift for, and you'll get someone that is sending a gift to you, different people. And so basically it could be you can choose to do it in your own country, around the world. I went international this year, so my Secret Santa, I'm sending a gift to someone in Israel, and basically they will send you interests what their life is like, what their year's been like, things they're interested in, what their job is, and then you can try and make a gift or multiple gifts or a package or you can send whatever you want to that person around the other side of the world. And there's no price limit as well? No, no. They recommend minimum £20 on there, but it is no minimum. And celebrities do it as well. Bill Gates does reddit secret center and if if you're lucky enough to get bloody bill gates you get so much stuff it's actually mental isn't it i think woody harrelson does it as well as well as some other people but i've got a guy in israel um i don't know his name i just know his username he's into like heavy metal and stuff and i went through a bit of a heavy metal phase in secondary school so i've sent him a bunch of my cds i've bought him a funko pop a metallica funko pop i've bought him um, a Terry's chocolate orange because I don't know if they have Terry's chocolate oranges in Israel, so I thought he could try it. And then he's. Got I feel a- like that's fun though. Like I would mm. love to if I got a secret um, secret Santa from another another country. Yeah. I would love to get some chocolate or some delicacies some food from that country, to try because yeah. that's so interesting. And la- the last thing on my little and I'm doing it in a little gift box for him. And the last thing is he's got a one year old son. And as a lot of people know, Donald Duck is my favourite. So I've sent him a little cuddly Donald Duck for his son to hold on to because they're moving house soon. 
and during the I think that's really nice and they will, they will love that. Yeah, so that's my secret centre for them. For the other two secret centres, the work one and our friend one, yeah. I just bought whatever, I don't care. Lovely, I'm really ki- nice of you. I'm kidding, I've thought very thoughtful things for both of those. I mean, one of them I helped you with because you're useless. You're a very good ideas. gift buyer <laughs> and joking. you know a lot about people, so you're a good person to he- get help with Secret Santa stuff. I appreciate that, thanks. Yeah, but um, I think I was more thoughtful for our friend one than for the work one. Yeah, well, no, I think the work one's still thoughtful. Like, it's still very relevant and yeah, they'll they'll like it a lot, so... But um, if you, what do you think, if if there, if you get, do a secret Santa like in the workplace or in a friend group and you get given someone you really just don't know. Which is what about, our worry was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think you could get someone as a gift for someone that you have no idea? Yeah, that that's like? the thing. Like if I did get someone that I, I, I don't enjoy the company of as much as other people, Ooh. putting it nicely. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I wouldn't want to, you know, give them an awful gift because of that. Yeah. You know, you just, you don't get on with everyone. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time and like, you know, everyone deserves a nice present and it wouldn't be, it would just be unfortunate for them that I've I've got them. But, you know, I mean, chocolate's a basic route to go down. Everyone likes chocolate. Yeah. Um, And sweets and stuff like that. But I think, you know, if it was someone I didn't like, I would maybe get them like a bauble with their name on. Pretty simple. Mm pretty cheap pretty nice you know mm. I, I think that's a nice route to go down what you could do is you could get them a chocolate or food that you know they don't like and then just be like oh, i didn't realize you didn't like that <laughs> i'm so sorry uh, i mean yeah you could go down that route as well you know <laughs> just that like you don't really know yeah. them at all <laughs> solid just get them a card nothing else in it or just like put the the money of like, so our work one was five pounds. So just give them a five pound note in a card. Yeah, see, that's, you could just do that. That is smart as well. And then they can spend it on whatever yeah. their ugly ass wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think a bauble with their name on it, or a five pound, or whatever the limit is in a yeah. card, is is absolutely fine. Yeah, no, that's good advice. Thanks. Yeah. So on to moving on to more Christmassy questions. You put a thing up on our Instagram, asking people. Um, what topics they wanted to speak about. I did. Us to speak about on Christmas. What have you got for us? One of the most interesting ones I wanted to talk about because I feel like not many people know about this or, or, or will know about this. Okay. Um, someone said, does anyone actually open their gifts on Boxing Day? Right. And like, you know, at first you were like, oh. Well, no, what? you open them on Christmas Day. Yeah, at first you were like, what, what do they mean? Well, yeah. searched it up. Traditionally... Mm. Boxing Day is the day that you unopen your gifts. You unbox your presents. Ah, that's why it's called that. I yeah. always thought... I, it's well, just I've, the day after that you like eat the leftovers. It's I, not... I always thought that, oh, maybe back in Victorian times or something, everyone would go into the village and watch like a boxing match or something. Like yeah. a communal t- thing in the town. Yeah, fair enough. That's but no, that is, that is what it is. And get your Christmas presents, get your family around on Christmas Day. Yes. You don't open them, which I couldn't, I couldn't imagine them sitting under just the tree and sitting, looking at them. them. Yeah. I know. And then the next day you wake up and you open them up on Boxing Day. Yeah, and you eat like the leftover roast and stuff like that. But that's mad. Like that, that tradition has completely changed. I don't know anyone who does that anymore. I know. I'll tell you what it is. The human race has grown more and more impatient. Yes, is what it is. We bought it. It will be soon. Give it another fifty, hundred years. 
it will, Christmas Eve will be the day that you open your presents. Wow. And then Christmas Day will just be for eating. And then Boxing Day, maybe there won't even be a Boxing Day. Boxing Day will be the Christmas Day where everything's shut and you just sleep. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Also, did you hear every supermarket across the UK, it's been law, they have to close on Boxing Day. Wow, really? To, yeah, to give um, workers a break. Oh, that's really nice. I think that's a good idea. Good. Uh, are, do they open Christmas Day? No, they're not open Christmas days. Good. Some like corner shops are, because yeah. obviously um, some people don't celebrate Christmas. Yes. So some yeah. corner shops, like independent corner shops, might be open because they don't celebrate Christmas. They don't have a Christmas. Got you. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Next. I no. No more. Remember, I asked. Oh, you I did. did a poll. You did. And I asked if anybody else knew that Boxing Day was used as unopening traditionally used to unopen presents yes and only three people knew that it was oh wow and 16 people replied and said that they didn't know and then a lot of other people just decided to ignore the poll when it was a simple question i don't like it when people do that yeah it's either a yes or no do you know or not (laughs) when i look on instagram stories and i see the buttons i have to press it it's so fun yeah it's so fun were you one of those three people yeah, I knew that. Yeah, so oh. I was one of the three people. I was one of the no's. I didn't know. Mm. I had no clue because I'm an idiot. I yeah, I was told it once. I was told this years ago. Yeah? Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's it's just one of those things that's stuck and I don't really know why. It stayed with you, yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. It's interesting. We've given, it's we're giving some people some facts here and they probably wouldn't have heard anywhere else. I do like thinking about what people's Christmases would have been like, like years and years ago. Cause yeah. I love watching stuff like Christmas Carol and things like that. Oh, she's going to sneeze, no. guys. No, no. It went. Not, I gone. swear this happened in the last podcast did, yeah. and I didn't get to go. What, what's going on? Every week, like clockwork. Yeah, because I like watching things like Christmas Carol and stuff like that and just seeing what old day Christmases were like. What is the next question? The next question is endless turkey, but and then I added or beef or chicken or nut roast because, you know, veganism has come in this year. So some yeah. people will be having a nut roast. A vegan turkey. Whereas, you know... What would you go for, a chicken, turkey, or beef? Turkey. Yeah, I would. It's the traditional. It's the I one. Would. Yeah. I, I, even if I was vegan, for that day, I would have a turkey. Yeah, turkey to me as well. It tastes so much nicer than like, like roast chicken. I think. I, it's just like more moist. <laughs> it is. I love carveries, and carveries always have turkey. You got gammon, turkey, beef. What is the um? What's the next question that you've got for us? Um, the next question is: Yeah, stockings or Christmas Eve boxes? And you don't know about Christmas Eve boxes, no. so you're obviously going to say stockings. But for me personally, I prefer Christmas Eve boxes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of other people don't know what Christmas Eve boxes, but definitely this year, it has become like more of a thing. Like I've seen actual Christmas Eve boxes in the shops and Christmas Eve gift packs in the shops this year rather than last year. Yeah, like it's becoming more popular. Right, there's something quickly that I need to talk about. Right, we'll get to my bit in a minute. I want you to explain Christmas Eve boxes to me. I've never had one. So Christmas Eve boxes, my mum started doing, basically, is a box that you get at Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. And you can fill it up with, like, whatever. But my mum normally fills it up with, like, a DVD or a book. Set of pyjamas, like, a face mask, a hot chocolate, like, um, powder mix, um like a little chocolate bar or something like that so it's kind of like a preparation a preparation box for like christmas right so you'll like you know go and have a hot chocolate get into your new pajamas put on the movie yeah yeah and put on the face mask and it, it's just cute and it's just like nice little 
extra gifts that you get to open the that's, day before. That sounds really nice. It's on the topic of being impatient, that is the definition yeah. of being impatient. It Getting is. a present I, before a present. I like a Christmas Eve box, but we do normally use stock. I, we don't do it anymore, but uh, we would do stockings normally. Mm. I think stockings are cool. They're very Christmassy. Yeah. Very traditional. But uh, Christmas Eve boxes does sound nice, like a nice little tease. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Don't they? Yeah. I um, wonder if any anybody else does Christmas Eve boxes. Yes, we'd have to um, we'd have to have people message in, tweet us or Instagram us, tell us if Christmas boxes or do you make Christmas boxes for your family? What Christmas what do you Eve, put in them? Yeah. Christmas Eve boxes, yeah. Mm. No, what I want to talk about is this is mad. I'm do you're aware of the concept of deja vu? Yeah. Yeah, right. So where you feel like you've uh, done something before or whatever. Sometimes I don't know if you've you've had this. I don't know if it's just me and I'm like a freak, but sometimes I'll have like a dream that's like a completely inconsequential dream. Like it will be a dream that I'm walking down a specific road or a dream that I've thrown a certain shirt in like the wash bin or something. And then months or weeks later, that exact thing will happen. Wow. And I remember now, just then, just as you first mentioned Christmas Eve boxes, I remember months and months ago, like at the start of the year or something, I had a dream where you were talking to me in a room. We were sat like this with pink mics and you were talking about Christmas Eve boxes. And I had a dream about that. And now it's literally happening right now. What the hell? Yeah. That's a really weird dream to have because you've you've only known about Christmas Eve boxes from me from last Christmas. Last Christmas, so I must I yeah, and I feel like I had that dream in like January or like the start of the year. And pink mics. Yeah, we were talking with something pink in between us, and like about Christmas Eve boxes. So you had a vision that we'll be here doing this podcast. Yeah. Before apparently that's so raven. Ew, that's actually cringing me out that that happened. That's so weird. I've had that a couple of times, and I've just it just freaks me out. I mean, I've had stuff like that happen before, but like not to that extent. I don't remember the dream until the actual things happen. They're like, oh yeah, fuck. Uh, The worst I think I've had was I was dreaming that I was texting someone, and I woke up in the morning from a text from that person, but it was like someone that. It's not like someone I talk to daily. It was someone yeah. I hadn't spoken to in ages. And I woke up in the morning and they had messaged me. And I was like, oh my God, Whoa. why did I dream last they night that I was texting them? in your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, st- dreams are so weird. I find them interesting. I've got like a dream an- analogy. What is it called? You had a dream dictionary, didn't you? Yeah, I don't really know the full name for it. But yeah, and I look up the definitions of what certain things in dreams mean and stuff like that. I find it so interesting. That's cool, yeah. We should do a bloody. We should do our episode on. What's Ooh, up with we could do. I could sit here with my with my dream dictionary because and be like, if you have spiders in your dreams, it means that you're strong. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Because I find because you've had that before, haven't you? You had a dream full of spiders, and I told you it meant I that did. you're strong, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah that was it. it. Depends. Oh, it means there's. It depends because there's like different types of spiders. If it's like one big spider, it means one thing. If it's loads of little yeah. ones, it means something no, else. No, yours meant that. You're, you've got strong relationships in your life. I think that's what it was. I think but so. it, was, it was a while ago, so yeah. I can't really remember, but yeah. Um, what's the next Christmas topic that someone's asked about? Controversial Christmas songs. Oh, well, of course, there was the main one, which is Fairy Tale New York, which is my favourite Christmas song of all time. Yeah. But I can't think of any other like controversial ones. The thing is, I really don't like this stuff about Fairy Tale New York. I don't like it when people can't see things as products of their time. There's like a whole thing at the moment with Disney Plus because 
Disney is a very long company. They've been doing films since black and white. They've had loads of stuff. And obviously some of their films are going to have slightly racial things. They're going to um, have opinions that were commonplace in that time, which aren't commonplace now. And they try to, instead of like accepting that that's their history, they try and like erase it and, and, and not play it. And I think it's important to show how much we've changed and what history was like. And I think, you know, if there was a song that has the F word oh. in it, then you know well you know the f word i'm talking about not fuck the other one yeah i know um then you know that should be you know allowed to be a product of its time i don't i don't think it's such a hullabaloo and the amount of times i see on twitter where people go i'm gay i don't find it offensive at all it's always like straight people getting offended for gay people thinking that they're so, doing something you know? yeah thinking that they you know you really think you did something but um I don't think there are other... Oh, there's the other controversial Christmas song, which is that Baby It's Cold Outside, which people... Yeah, I think it's, like, about sex or something, isn't it? Yeah, but, like, if you read the lyrics, it's not that bad. It's just a flirty couple. I mean, Ariana Grande just released a song purely about sex, so what's the problem with someone doing it subtly in a Christmas song? I don't... Exactly, yeah. I just... No, I think just enjoy the classics. Understand that they're classics... And just have a nice Christmas it's, time. Yeah, it's festive. You don't need to be getting an upset. No, we don't need offensiveness at this time. The next one is, how does Santa do it all in one night? Right, yeah. Now, this this is a big one, okay? So, if there's any kids watching, uh, not watching, if there's any kids listening, listening. <laughs> Santa Claus is a real person. He's got a big job. This year specifically, I don't know how he's going to do it social distance and without going in people's homes because if we've got different tiers, I don't know how he's going to be able to cross the tiers. I to think go into the Santa's houses. like pretty pretty strong. I don't think he, he's going to get infected by anyone. I I think it seems as he's a he's a magical man. Yeah, he and probably he, and can't get coronavirus. Exactly. He's only around for like once a year, so he's got the rest of the years to heal anyway, hasn't he? And get healthy. But when you think about how many homes there are on Earth and you've got to visit all of them in one night. But divide that by two because like half of the planet is in a different time, time zone There's to There's lo- multiple different time zones. Well, yeah, exactly. So I assume that Santa Claus works with the different time zones. Yeah. And um, he will be, you know, he'll manage one to get all the But I think, I still think per time zone, there's still too many houses. So I think what he does, I think he can freeze time. I think well, that would make the most I sense. I think so. He goes to a time zone, snaps his fingers, freezes yeah. time, goes to all of the different things, undoes time, travels to the next time zone, bosh, delivers all the houses. I but think so. That's the only reasonable explanation that I can think of. Mm. That's the science to it. That's the absolute true fact of what happens on Christmas. There's really, really no other... Uh, explanation. Another possible explanation. So please move on to the next question. Favourite thing about Christmas time? My favourite thing about Christmas time... I do really like giving gifts. Giving gifts. I love, in fact, possibly my favourite thing is sticking on a Christmas song, sitting in my room and wrapping up presents for people. Yeah, fair enough. I love doing that. What about you? Yeah, I think just all being together on Christmas Day, Mm. all giving each other gifts and having a nice time and then going and eating a fat roast and then having a nap. Yeah, that's pretty good. I just think like the whole whole day as a whole, Mm. you know, you can have a good time even if you're just chilling with your family, listening to to some Christ- Christmas songs. It's just, it does just feel magic- magical. It does. My um, Hard Rock Cafe dinners the past few years have been pretty amazing. Yeah. A few cocktails, some Mai Tais um, in a nice sunny place. That's a pretty cool, not a normal Christmas thing, but that's a pretty cool thing that I really enjoy. 
But uh, yeah, those are my favourites. And the last question is, what Christmas traditions do you like slash not like? Interesting. Uh, Christmas traditions that I like or don't like. Well, I like um, the Christmas dinner, which I don't really have on Christmas at the moment. So that's probably one that I miss because I normally go away for Christmas. But I do like the tradition of the standard Christmas dinner. Yeah, I love that. That's my favourite. So I, I, I do miss that. I don't know. I feel like one Christmas tradition that I don't dislike, but I feel like could be vamped up a bit, is the Queen's Speech. Yeah, you're I, right. I feel like they could add a bit of jazz to that. It feels like everyone's sitting down, waiting for it to come on for like, you know, 20 minutes or so. Because mm. I know it's what granddad's like. He's like, oh, God, get ready, you know. It's in 20 minutes. And she's on for five minutes. Yeah, and she just sort of tries. And she says the same thing every year. She just sort of drones on. And I'm really hoping that this year she's going to give us something special because, you know, everyone's going to love that. Yeah. But, um, and I think, yeah, my, one of the traditions that I don't like because I've got younger siblings, so, like, for me it isn't fun anymore, Mm. is, you know, doing the whole mince pie out, milk out, for Santa, carrots out for Santa. You don't find that fun? Well, no, I don't find it fun anymore. You don't find it fun, like, doing it for your siblings? Um, I mean, it's it's fun to see that they're happy, <laughs> I guess. But yeah, yeah. It, like, if I had to pick a tradition that I didn't like, it would be hands down that one. Because for me, like, nothing comes from it. It's not that exciting. Like, Fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Also, if you've got to think, one thing that you I think is kind of fucked up is that these families, your parents put... Um, or and my parents and whoever put so much effort into using their money to buy these gifts for their children, you know, to make them happy, and Santa Claus gets all the credit. Yeah. Like, you know, I feel like... Well, we sh- Santa Claus did make it and did wrap it he and did, did deliver he it. He did, yeah, but the parents gave him the list. That gave is him true. the list of all of the stuff that they wanted. So, you yeah. know, they're a big part of I feel of that. like, yeah, if we're being like on a real level, like people get what we mean, but I do feel like the parents, it needs to get to a point where like that isn't a thing anymore because parents aren't getting the thank yous and the gratitude yeah, and stuff. Exactly. And it's a shame because yeah. like, you know, parents do work really, really hard. They to, need to know that they're loved. Yeah, they work really, really hard to like, Make yeah. it make it magical for the kids, and it's always like, oh, the big man in North Pole exactly. did that for me. But so. we're gonna have a magical Christmas. I hope so. Yeah. Have you uh, enjoyed not only this podcast, but have you enjoyed doing it this year? I have indeed. Yeah, I never thought I'd be doing a podcast. To be honest with you, and yet here we are doing it. I mean, I could see, I could see you doing it from like the moment we met because I know oh. that's what you're very inclined to do. But me joining you along for that journey, I never thought I'd be doing that. Well, we've made quite a team. I think so. And we've made some banging good shows. You know, we've talked some sex, some relationships, we've talked some controversial I think, stuff. I think my confidence is quite hilarious, the development it's yeah. had from the beginning. No, yeah, if you listen to the first episode... Don't listen to the first then... episode. <laughs> Please, no. Don't go back. No, yeah. no. No, I completely agree. No, I've had such an amazing time. It's been a great opportunity. I wouldn't have been able to do it without you, honestly. Thank you. So, um, and I can't wait till after these next two weeks we get back to it and we start the new year with a bang a better year it's going to be a better year than this year it's already like that's pretty easy to top this year isn't it yeah exactly it it can only go up and it's gonna and we're gonna have amazing year of podcasting and we're gonna be around we're gonna be giving you guys some amazing content but uh, we're glad you guys stuck around for this episode we hope you guys have an amazingly merry christmas 
please check out Ellie B Illustrates' website and, and use Ellie B Art on Instagram. Which yep. And our court case podcast on Instagram as well. Yes. So we post her um, her collabs through that, so you can always find it that we way. We do, yes. And remember to use the coupon code Court Case if you plan on making a purchase at LEB Illustrates. We can't wait to see you guys next year. We enjoy you guys coming along for the ride. Please have a safe Christmas. Yeah. Have Hopefully, COVID free. Yeah. Have a wonderful time. We will see you guys in the new year. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.